Hello, Potter and Hellions. Welcome. Damn, wrong podcast. Hey, this is Steve from the Potter Than Hell podcast. Welcome to the show. This is the Shout It Out Loud cast. But before we get going, I want to ask my guy something. BC, are you feeling low with no place to go? Yeah, and I'm thinking I'm going to scream. Hey, BB, do you recall Days in the City? Yeah, and I think back, oh, what a pity. And hey, Dylan, do you feel uptight on a Saturday night? Yeah, man, my heater's broken. I am so tired. Well, I'm going to throw another log on the fireplace and listen to the Shout It Out Loud cast. Oh, yeah. Steve, stand by my side, and I'll be next to you. Oh, God, shut the fuck up, BC. Like it's twelve fifty five. We're recording at this time. Tommy has to say two fifty five. I'm like, all right, what happened? And now I'm all fucked up. What am I supposed to say? Don't you usually do the intro? What's the intro? Yellow. <laughs> Yellow. Hey, what's up, the Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus with episode number forty eight on Shout It Out Loud cast. We are calling this one Kiss Mailbag. Gee, I wonder what this one's about. I don't know. What's it about? <laughs> What's with the stutter? Like no, the silence. I'm like because because you caught me off guard. Because I honestly I feel like shit. I'm not kidding. I've been like sick for like three days. Yeah, so that I'm, sucks. I'm yeah. I'm 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 hanging in there. I'm 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 very serious about Kiss podcasting. So we couldn't miss this recording. So he's coming. He's who's gonna. He was on the injury list, and I he had to pull him off the sixty day IR. And uh, he came in to come in just for you guys out there, Kiss Army. You hear that? Um, I had a uh, hockey season start. It's after Thanksgiving, high school I, hockey season. I know. So I'm back on the ice. Uh, I didn't realize all the aches and you know, like all the fucking things that are bothering me. Like, oh my god, I gotta stretch my legs when I skate. <laughs> Oh shit, my back. I got to shoot a puck. What the fuck? I am so old and decrepit. Um, so, yeah, hockey season started. Um, but we don't miss a episode of Shout It Out Loudcast. It needs no. to get done. Absolutely. Um, Never. Yeah. And, the, you know, we just had Thanksgiving. The holidays are around. Yep. I, I tell you all, I mean, you know, I do, I do bankruptcy and I do real estate. So, this is a weird time, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give a listener kind of uh, uh, information. How about you give me I'm a little give me in- a little information? <laughs> Every year around this time, it gets quiet on the bankruptcy front. Of course, everybody fucking thinks they're fucking geniuses. Everyone all of a sudden smart. Oh, I'm gonna load up my credit cards, and then I'm gonna file bankruptcy right afterwards. And, yep. I'm, and then I have to tell them the sad news: is like you can't do shit like that. That's yep. fucking. That's not acting in good faith. That's gonna be considered fraud. They're not gonna allow it. 
this fucking year, I am telling you people out there, okay? Um, I don't know what's okay. going on. I'm busy as fuck right now. I have more, f- I've had probably my best month this year was November. That, it's probably the opposite every other year. Something's coming, folks. I am telling you, I'm not making this a political uh, 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 podcast, but I'm telling you, I have never been busier. I don't think I, I, I know you don't want to get po- political. I think it has to do with the fact that people don't know how to fucking budget their money and they want what they want when they want it. We've had idiots for centuries in this country. No, I know. I know. But these ro- laws since, you know, Great Britain, when they brought them over here, bankruptcy yeah, has been there forever. Right. But the I am telling shit, you, but the uh, in my profession, I am telling you, I, I'm not busy this time. I get jammed after the holidays, people like spend their money in Christmas or they they come around after it's like, oh, it's a new year's. So I've got to change my life. I've got to do so. I'm telling you, I, I, there's something going on. And when this yeah, shit hit the fan, yeah, you can say, the, you know where I learned that information? There was from you, Dad. <laughs> I learned it from this character from a Kiss podcast that destroyed an arena while Kiss was performing I Want You. That's where I learned about the economy's gonna tank. That's where I get my financial information from. The the kid who shit his pants in the middle of a kiss. There was no shit. It was all aerial. (laughs) It was in the form of a gas, not a solid. (laughs) It was was liquid ass. I mean, it was. There was no. There was no. It was just an aroma. It went. All right. And the second it came out, Tom, 25 rows down. I, know, I was there. People, people raised their hands and were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was there. Like, it was a level of concern with these people. Like, that person is sick over there. What is the matter? Yeah, that people, shouldn't be coming out of a human. Well, people thought there was like a terrorist attack, like a dirty <laughs> bomb went off. It's like, oh, shit. What the? <laughs> Paul Stanley was like, I want, what the fuck is that smell? Woo! Firehouse. <laughs> oh, it was bad. Anyways, let's shift off to that. Get into happier news. Let's hear about our friend Ace. Oh God. Well, so we so last week we recorded early because of the Thanksgiving holiday. So this story broke. You guys, by the time you listen to this episode, you everybody's pretty much familiar with it. But we haven't had a chance to cover it. So this is a pretty interesting one. Uh, 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 this is crazy shit. Um, so according to TMZ, which I know people laugh at TMZ, but I'll tell you right now, TMZ, fucking, they break stories. They always do. So according to TMZ, Ace Frehley's estranged girlfriend, Rachel Gordon, was granted a temporary restraining order against him after an alleged frightening incident at their house. Rachel Gordon, who claims she has been in a relationship with Ace for 11 years, says in the documents that he returned home from a business trip unannounced and barged in the house with a male and a female bodyguard along with his daughter. He allegedly refused to talk to her as he went into his office to collect his guitars and gold records. According to Gordon, the female that was with Ace threatened her with physical violence and Monique screamed at her, quote, you are a skank. My family will kill you. Gordon claims the incident left her in shock, afraid, filled with anxiety. Shock I was, me. I was paralyzed with fear. 
freely claims the accusations against him are unfounded, false, and fucking baseless. <laughs> and he's requesting to introduce the testimonies of seven witnesses, blah, 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 blah. In her documents, Gordon also claims Ace controls their finances. He is asking for money, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, there was another thing in there that Ace had like a knife with him and all this fucking crazy shit, man. So Ace like pulled an OJ where he broke in to steal his shit back. Pretty much. Yeah. Think about what he's saying. He went into his own house to gather his belongings and he brought witnesses so that nothing would escalate. That's Imagine if, if Ace went in there by himself to grab his stuff. He actually did this correctly as an attorney, I can tell you. You know, or he could have been one step even, you know, further. He could have called the police and asked them to monitor and come with him while he gathers his belongings. Right. But at that point, I don't know if the situation, you know, called that they were, you know, it wasn't amicable or something. He probably thought, well, she, you know, we're kind of on the outs, but, you know, I can just walk in and just grab my shit. I don't want to deal with her. Let me bring a couple of people in case she starts fucking going nuts on me. And the fact that uh, Ace's daughter said, you're a skank, we're going to kill you. Come on. Why? Why would she say that? Uh, I mean, you mean to tell me that innocent little child who perpetuated the fucking story of Ace being murdered by Gene and Paul in the Caribbean and uh, also said that Gene tried to, like, finger bang me in the middle of a hallway yeah. or something. You think that woman sat there and was like, sweetheart. Where are you going with my stuff? Yeah. You know, oh, what's going on? Oh, my God. Did you call me an evil name? Like, come on. Oh, no. I, I bet you. I mean, they're both fucking messes. I bet you they were throwing all sorts of insults at one another. I'll fucking get you. You fucking degenerate. And his his daughter probably stood up for him. Fuck you, you skank. Oh. <gasps> He called me a skank. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, so I she mean, said think it about so, it so, logically. How well, did no, that so really? Go if down? she if she said it, it was not in the context that Rachel Gordon is saying it was. Yeah. It's not like she stormed into the house. And was like, you skank. We're gonna fucking kill you. Face <laughs> your shit back. <laughs> <laughs> Amongst the thing he was looking for, it took longer than expected because he couldn't find his fucking Grammy. Well, we are. <laughs> oh, and then in the story here at the end, it goes, meanwhile, Freely has already apparently moved on to a new relationship. During an interview with Sirius XM's Eddie Trunk, <laughs> he he revealed that he met a new gal in someone She's my special. new bride. She's a very private person and an elementary school teacher. Well, so what? So is my wife. Why do you have to tell everybody that? Who cares? What does that yeah, mean? We, she we talked about in the last episode. No, no, I know. I know. Fucking playing like me. That's. How I want to describe my feelings to you. I'm going to play fucking, what did he play? Come on, Eileen or something to her? No, he played, no, I, I, think he, no I think he played more than a woman from fucking <laughs> Saturday Night Fever. And he's like, yeah, I'm a romantic and hot. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> and you're a handsome bastard as well. Yeah, that picture we posted, the blown up face and fucking, oh. His bulbous nose and. <laughs> Pokemon. He's got that. He's got that fucking Eddie Andelman nose. Oh. <laughs> hey, how are ya? That's a that's a local sports radio oh, joke. Four people will get that joke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, how are ya? Ah, caller. We've been doing that fucking stuff since that'll, my college. That'll be, be 
that'll be Ace's next gig. You say, hey, guys, I'm playing at the Hot Dog Safari next year. Do you remember <laughs> we were at Stonehill? We had nothing better to do. Sports radio had just taken off. Yep. And the Bills were playing the Cowboys for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And we were at Stonehill, and I used somebody's landline. Oh, and yeah. I called, I called EEI. And I said, oh, I think the I think Dallas will beat Buffalo because I think Mike Modano will have a great game against fucking Dominic Hasek or something like that. And they're like, you waited all that line, all this time to say that? And I go, thank you very much. I, re- I remember that exactly. Yeah, yeah. instead of the Cowboys Bills, you called up as if it was the <laughs> Stars versus the Sabres. And they were playing. And I, I, I know. I, they I were playing, that. I think, too. Yeah, but the, oh, my God. <laughs> the best was the guy, you waited online for that. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> oh man! Yes, and that's how we were. Nothing has changed. Um, yeah, so good old Ace, right? Yeah, he never goes away. Any other Kiss news? What we, well, actually, the couple days. So right now is December fifth. So you guys, this will drop on Saturday the seventh. I think on the eighth uh, they start their uh, they start back up again in uh, Japan. So all I, I think all what? eyes. All eyes will be on that to see if they do any changes to that. Because don't they? Don't they usually? I mean, I expect them to see if they make any changes to the set list. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, are we gonna play? Are we gonna play Strut? <laughs> I always look Paul Stanley. I. Oh, here we go. That's Miyagi. That's I know. That's just Miyagi. That's Miyagi was Korean, I think. Yeah. Miyagi, yeah, karate is not Japanese, and he was Japanese. Are you sure? Isn't it? Is I thought it he was karate? Korean. I thought he was. No, I thought I thought Mr. No, Miyagi no, no. is from yeah, Korea. Karate is. Wait a minute. Karate is Japanese. I think when they did the remake in Jackie Chan, right? They did it as China, a Chinese guy, and it should have been called Kung Fu. Kid. Okay. To quote Elaine and Seinfeld, I don't think we should be talking about this. Just saying, it. it was wrong to call it Karate Kid when they did the remake, right? I didn't see the remake. Fuck that. <laughs> when Will Smith's kid? No, stupid. No, no. remember with Jackie Chan? No, I know. There's certain remakes I avoid. Like for I, I will not watch the Point Break remake because the original is so good. Nah, it's stupid you did mo- a remake. Exactly. See, you didn't even know it. There yep. you go. Yep. 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 No. Uh, as long as they don't do a Revenge of the Nerds remake, we're good. That movie would never be allowed. That that movie would never be allowed. The the the, the nineteen eighty four raping isn't allowed. Raping, raping a girl isn't humorous any day anymore. Is that what you're saying? I don't think that's the, I don't think that's the type of family style comedy we're looking for. <laughs> or revenge porn, putting putting some girl on a piece of pie in the bottom of the pie naked, or or sneaking in and hooking up cameras so you can videotape girls showering. <laughs> Out of my way, Mama! I want Bush. Exactly, <laughs> like a brutal movie. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm getting tired. I do it all the time. Still in my house, I get okay. Like, how, how, I go. Oh, I'm, I'm getting tired of Betty. How can you get tired of that ass, Takashi? Oh, I see <laughs> your point. <laughs> Are we going to talk about kids at all? <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, tired of Betty. Hey, you know karate? No. Good. <laughs> oh, looks like salad. Oh, 
It's the best movie. Oh, all I was just about to say we're going to get fired, but what, 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 there's nothing to get fired oh. from. Look like salad. Oh God. Holy um, sh- all right, dude. So let's let's um let's go to, let's go to our our polls our feedback from the last episode we did um um fuck was our polls this week so we t- mon- the Monday poll was uh, asking just in general about the our previous episode you know the prospects of a kiss movie or documentary yeah. and we said what would you prefer you know like a feature length theatrical release or something like the dirt or like a mini series. Okay. Not, not, not surprisingly results were overwhelmingly mini series. Cause that would be more in depth, more material. Um, you know, I, I don't, I, I personally, I'd rather see like a, like a feature length film. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I think you brought up one. I think you brought up a good point. I think the, the best way for this to be successful is for when kiss is done. Yeah. Like, like, you know, I, I, I don't not think all the story still being told. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yep. Okay, and then we'll today, see. and then today we did the uh, an Ace showdown. Uh, the three songs from Dynasty versus the three songs from Unmasked. How uh, can that even be competition? Like we don't really pick sides. I mean, I, because I think me and you agree on this one. It's yeah. Dynasty one, so way better. Yeah, but I think uh, I think I'm. I think the difference here is I I I like the Unmasked songs much more than you do. I think. Dude, how the fuck do you have Torpedo Girl and sit there and go, yeah, I can that can compete with like hard times. Save your love or 2000 man. Oh, no, no, I no no, I, uh, I, I, I when you put them up against each other, Dynasty definitely is better, but I I like the Unmasked. I take them for what they are. They're fucking stupid ace songs. They're hilarious. And and fucking Tony right from Restrained. Oh god. Yep. Got to love them and we do love you. Um and his band, Restrained. Yep. Make sure you guys give them a, a listen, okay? Yep, check them out uh, on all the social medias. They're out there. says Save Your Love is horrible. It kills it for me. Gotta go with Unmask. Are you... What kind? You can't be that high. You're not did, that high. You can't be that high. Did, no, did he say that on Twitter? He said it on Facebook just now. Oh, boy. It's on crack. Oh, boy. Smoke so cracks, don't you, boy? How, Save Your Love's like the best song on the album. Oh, fucking awesome. That's a great tune. Wow. Yeah. So, well, so, but you know what, though? We're going to give Tony a break. And you want to know why we're going to give Tony a break? Because he's handsome? Well, he's bald like me, and he's handsome. Yeah. But because, but because Tony took advantage of the Click Tea Shop holiday sale and got a shout-it-out-loud cash shirt. How fucking awesome is that, Tony? Thank you. We that is so cool that you did that, and we appreciate that. That is awesome. So now, when you're up there and you're ripping it up with your band, you can wear a shout it out loud cash shirt, so everybody in the audience can be like, "You like those fucking guys?" <laughs> What's a, what? You know, what I'm thinking about is right now. Say, I'm gonna be like, dude, are we gonna have to fucking give everybody a shout out that gets a shirt? Yes. <laughs> no. Anybody that. At least lets it known to us that That's they got point. a shirt like Tony. Absolutely, will get That's a my shout point. out. And it's, a, uh, and it's yeah. a little and it's a little different because Tony's in a band and Tony's on stage. And if and you choose Tony's to- also a, Tony's also a friend of the show, and you know, and well, a, an, another uh, an, another uh, uh, side effect of our friendship with uh, Sonny. Who the fuck is Pooney? That's uh, what I was gonna say. The, yeah. the, the, the only thing worse than that is Tony's. He's a friend of Sonny Pooney. <laughs> Who the fuck is Sonny Booney? <laughs> we gotta get sh- those are the shirts that gotta get made. 
Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Good stuff. Thank you, Tony, buddy, though. Awesome. Yeah. Much appreciated, buddy. Yep. But your opinion on fucking Save Your Love is incorrect, to put it <laughs> kindly. Good. Yes, um, it is. Yeah. No. So I think uh, the previous episode, there was a lot of feedback with regard to, you know, what about this? I'd like them to do this part. Um, a couple people had brought up. They'd like to see the part where Ace auditions. Yeah, I think that's a great one, too. Like we said, we're not covering in that. You know, we want Those are 10 things we want to see. Doesn't mean that we expect everything else to not be in the movie. We right, think we that that would be a great part in the movie. It just, you know, there are things that we specifically want to make sure was in it. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, the episode we could we could have compiled a top twenty list, a top thirty yeah. list, you know. But we we try to just and and by doing the top ten list, it encourages feedback. You know, like, like people saying, "Hey, you know, this would be good," or "What about that?" or "What about this?" So, I mean, we hope that that'll happen down the road. I mean, what I, about I, you, you fucking bastard? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's where you were going with that. Oh no 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 no. Um, cool. So. Ready uh, to start, but oh, I forgot. Uh, give me a second. Why well, look for my Grammy? Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S.
And we're back. Mailbag? I thought you said ball bag. (laughs) Balls. Balls is like, ah, okay. But when you say ball bag, why is that funny? Because it's funny. Because we're very mature for our age. Yeah, this is a Uh, very mature episode as usual. You know, most shows do a mailbag. We want to do one. And we didn't want our first year to go by without doing one. Um, we've got some questions that were lingering. Uh, Tommy put out the, uh, the red button and, uh, we got some good ones, some really good ones. And we've had a few that we've been holding on to for a while. So we wanted to, you know, give the fucking kiss questions an enema and (laughs) flush them out. Um, so Tomas, you will be reading some of these questions Yep. And uh, let's go. Let's get this thing rolling. All right. <clears throat> so the first one comes from KLR on Twitter. So this is a good one because it's kind of topical. So for anybody that's into uh, this is going to veer off into another topic. But for anybody right. who's in who's anybody who's into vinyl and we will cover that in a second. So usually during the year, um, I think it's earlier in the year, they, they the record stores do what they call record store day. Um, and they release, you know, special editions, limited editions, colored vinyl, all different things. Um, and now on Black Black Friday has also become like another record store day. So uh, his question says, I think Kiss dropped the ball not participating in record store day. They could have released a live album or a re-release of something killers um, or a seven inch something new cover art. I think fans would be all over it. What are your thoughts? So. Before we get into that, um, I am slowly becoming a vinyl nerd. Um, like we said in our previous episodes, I'm a collector. I'm a knickknack kind of geek. I like to collect stuff. I'm a wacky so, kind of guy. I yeah, guess. yeah. Right. So, I mean, I have a turntable in my basement. It was my dad's. I kind of had it, not really used it, but um, I dug out some old Kiss vinyl. So I'm into it. So I, I get the allure of collecting and stuff. Zeus, on the other hand, you kind of not really into it, <laughs> which is fine, which is, <laughs> which is fine. Okay. Yeah, which is fine. I get it. it. It's a very mockable thing to do. I get it. I just don't get the fucking logic. You have all this shit. Why do I want to hear a kiss and be like, I'm limited to me playing five songs and then getting off my ass and turning it over? Absolutely agree. No. And pay again for the same songs I already have. Right. Right. I think people do it, like I said, for collecting, like a lot of a lot of the kiss, um, a lot of the kiss, like remastered vinyl. Like they have like I got the I got I got Dynasty recently yeah. I, and, and it comes with all the inserts. It comes with that Dynasty poster. So, I mean, like, again, it's 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 more of a collect. It's more of a collector type thing. Okay. So anyway, so getting back to his question, he says, I think. Kiss drop. I think he's dead on, but the problem with that is, you know, record store day involves more than just the artist. You know, it involves the record label, the you know, all that stuff. So who knows if there's something behind the scenes with the owner with who owns the catalog and putting things out. I know that I don't think it was specifically a record store day thing, but uh Walmart released a special edition orange vinyl of the Destroyer Resurrected. It was special a Walmart what? Special what? Um it was a it was a limited edition Walmart exclusive. Um, it's pretty awesome. Of course, I got it. It's orange vinyl, and it's the Destroyer Resurrected, the the other cover. Um, I know Ace Freely put out a Freely's Comet Live LP for Record Store Day. 
you know, cool stuff. I think it gets back to the to what we talked about before. Sometimes Kiss is just very detached from their fan base. Yeah. You know? Um, I, I'm not into it. Um, I know others are. I don't know. I don't know what's out there that they've done because I don't look into that kind of stuff. But someone said, I think you read earlier, someone said Killers. Maybe that's not released. So maybe they released that here. Right. That'd be interesting. Right. Um, Maybe some of the, maybe give some love to some of their uh, non-makeup albums. Mm -hmm. Well, Kiss Kiss Themselves did a couple things. They re-released, they did a 30th anniversary re-release of hot in the shade on vinyl, special edition, blue vinyl. They did a dynasty on green vinyl. So kiss themselves. Well, but you, of course you get them from KissOnline.com. Mm-hmm. But, but in turn, like record store day, that's like a big deal. And I think if, you know, I know some people are into it and you're not, that's fine. But if kiss kind of could take advantage, you'd be like, Hey, people are collecting vinyl and it's not just new artists. I mean, you know, Pearl Jam, Guns N' Roses, Metallica, Foo Fighters, you know, the Eagles, you know, all these bands, they're they're putting stuff out on vinyl. And again, I don't know what the behind the scenes is for that with the record label, but, uh, you know, long story short, I think he did drop the ball. But I think that's the thing. Kiss is sometimes detached from what the fans want. You know, they put out all kinds of crazy shit. But like you said, if, if they threw out, like, say, like a re-release of like, I don't know. Harder than hell, fucking remixed on on you know purple mm-hmm. vinyl or whatever you want. You know, it'd be fucking huge. How about a how about the box set vinyl and throw some extra tracks? Ah, that there you go. Because the box set was not released on vinyl. The box set, if I'm something like that, yeah, yep. The box set was released on CD. So you're right. That yeah, that that that's exactly right. Yeah, no, it's a, that's good a good question. question. It, good that's question. definitely definitely a good question. We're off to a good start. What's next? Yep, yep. that's a good one. So uh, another one comes from on Twitter. Ho ho, and indeed ho, that's his <laughs> name. Good one. <laughs> so he says, "Do you worry that with a farewell tour of this size, that Kiss can keep up, or will they fade away?" How can they keep the fan interest with the same show, the same interviews, the same set list? Do you think that the the interest is going to, you know, maintain because they got another year and a half of this before it actually ends? Yes, I think it'll maintain. I think you'll have disappointed people. But we talk about it right now. We have a fucking podcast where we bitch about the set list, bitch that they don't change. Yet we go. Yeah. So. Have we really changed anything with the band? <clears throat> I shouldn't even say the band. Do you honestly think they said to Eric or Tommy, hey, uh, let's play this, or even Gene? It's Paul. It's no one else. And it, it might just come down to, you know, he can't do those songs, or they don't have the tracks to back him up on those, or whatever. Ooh, ooh. Why, why, does, why don't they just add a Tommy song in there? Have an old Peter Chris song that they can do. Add have Gene do a, a fucking random Kiss song, He'd, or take one of Paul's away and give Gene a deep cut to do. You know something. Change it up. Do I think it's going to affect them? No, not really. Because then in the end, as the shows, if you count the shows and you start looking backwards, people are going to be like, "Holy shit! There's only eighty shows left. Holy shit! There's only forty shows left." So. That'll keep up, you know, that going. If they weren't saying this is the end of the road, 
fuck no will this be going as good as it's going now no i don't think so people will be like dude i'm not going to go see this i'll see them next time they're playing the same shit maybe next time they come around they won't so no i i I don't know i mean it's a question that i've wondered too um but i think the thing that's going to save them is that they're they're not playing the same place over again now yeah we saw them at the boston garden we saw them in connecticut they're coming back this area. They're, they're playing in southern New Hampshire. They, mm-hmm. they, it's the last time playing there. Um, they're going to play in uh, in Mansfield at the outdoor shed. They've done that before, but so they're playing different places. So that you know, and then there's people like us, and we know the Kiss fans are insane. Um, so I, I mean, I think I, I, I said before I was surprised that they announced that their last show would be July 2021. I mean, that's you know, fucking 18 months away. Um, yeah, but, when you think about it, it's not that far away. No, it's not. It's not. Don't forget how much of that time in between there, they're not in the States touring. Oh, yeah, right, right. So no, you're right. And, and and just getting qu- and quickly what you said about the set list, too. Like, I've always said, like, why did you release Sonic Boom and Monster and record them and sell them and distribute them and you don't play anything off of them? Why not? What you, when the, when Sonic Boom came out, you played Modern Day Delilah. When Monster first came out, you played Hello Hallelujah. Why aren't those songs? Why aren't you playing those now? I mean, I know it's a t- I know we beat a dead horse bitching about the set list, but I don't know. That that's I mean, me and you, we know that when we go to these shows that we got our tickets for, we know that we're probably going to hear the exact same stuff. But that's you know that's whatever. Um, but you know that's that's the same old song for Kiss fans is the set list. I know. I know. I'm with you. Yeah. All right. Next. Uh what do we got? Let's go here. Let's 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 dig into the mailbag. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Oh, here's a good one. Holy fuck, this is good. Now, when we send out that red button asking for questions, you know, it could be about anything. Kiss us anything. Mhm. So, Doug Middleton hit one out of a park here. When he mm. sent us an email that had nothing to do with Kiss, <laughs> but I guess okay. this is but I guess this is what happens when we ask people to send us questions. So, Doug sent us this at shoutedoutloudcast at gmail dot com. Realizing that this is a pretty sick question, and I'm asking for a friend. Let's say you are in a bathroom stall, making progress on doing a number two. Halfway through, a feeling hits you that you need to vomit. Two choices. Which one do you choose? Number one, vomit on the floor in front of you or off to the side, keeping in mind that you are in the middle stall and both stalls on either side have people in them. Or stand up, vomit into the bowl, and sit back down because you just can't wait. Stomachs don't work that way. So in the immortal words of Ace Freely, choose one. All right. That is a good question. I uh, I will tell you this. I saw that question. What the fuck? Okay. I'm these, are the, these, tell you. these are the people that listen to the show. He's not far. Like That's reality. I'm going to tell you a story. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm telling you. I said I definitely want to hear this question being re- asked because the the time 
2017, 18. Um, with my then girlfriend, we are at a Bruins event. Oh. It was, I think, for the draft. Okay. She was going to go with her friend to U2. Okay. Okay. So she's going to the U2 concert. We're at a bar in Boston. That bar was having a Bruins draft party. So I'm like, go to your, go with your friend to U2. I'm going to go to the Bruins thing. Come with me to the Bruins thing first and then leave. And I'll meet up with you later. Bruins thing has a buffet. They have some food. I'm all of a sudden I'm like, and we're downstairs in the basement. Forget the bar that it was at. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm, I th- I'm going to pass out. I, I, I'm so nauseous. I'm like, holy fuck. The, like, she's talking to me. You okay? I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll be right back. I, I'm like, I'm going to fucking die. You're like, my Jeff stomach Daniels was and dumb and worse. My stomach was killing me. I didn't know what the fuck was going to come out first. I fly without, like, thinking that I'm going to throw up. Walking up the stairs and through a crowd on the uh, from the, going up the stairs and through the crowd when I get onto the first floor and go into this bathroom, I'm like, "What the fuck? Oh my god! Oh my god!" I fucking run. I push open the bathroom door. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> okay, I fucking thank God there was nobody in the handicap stall. I fucking push open the handicap stall. No lie, it was gonna come out at both ends. I don't even have the seat, anything. I projectile vomit. Oh. (laughs) Off the wall to the side. So this bathroom handicap stall is on the left. You walk in, it's the last stall on the left. Like hits the wall stuff. And I'm about to shit myself. While I'm throwing that up, I'm pulling my pants down. I sit my ass down on the toilet and... Coming out, and I'm still oh. puking on the side. Are you serious? How the I, fuck I, did you get back to the game with your girl? I'm doing, I'm doing all this shit. All of a sudden, I hear, "What the fuck?" Oh my god! Was a guy taking a piss? What the? That fucking Dude, so pretty much you have a problem with fucking bodily functions at fucking events. <laughs> so I fucking it in here. That's why I have to go to the bathroom in my house. I can't do it anywhere else. I can't. I can't. That's why I don't eat breakfast. Because if I eat breakfast, I'm gonna have to go as soon as I get to my office. I like I can't. So everything's gonna be in my house. So you'll so, like you'll like shit break from American Pie. You maybe, can't worse. So <laughs> I walked in. Meanwhile, my phone is blowing up. Where the fuck are you? What's wrong? Are you okay? I fucking push open the stall and like clean up myself. And there is shit all Ooh. over, like dropped on the back of the toilet, puke all over oh the wall. Oh my God. What the I fuck? Fucking got out. Thank God nobody got called from the place. Nobody like manager came in, like, what the fuck? I walked out. I'm like, oh, I'm like, you know you're all fucking hot and sweating. Yeah. You just threw up me like lost 80 pounds. I'm like, oh, I feel good. I feel good. I walked out and then I see my then girlfriend was like, 
where the fuck are you? You're not answering the phone. Are you? I was like, oh, worried. I was asking everybody if, if they seen you. I'm like, oh, thank God. Nobody checked the bathroom. I, just, oh, I was like, shit. Meanwhile, while I'm talking to her, okay, they're like, okay, well, we got to go. So I'm like, okay, well, why don't you guys, you know, get going? I'll meet you afterwards. I'm just saying, oh, I wasn't feeling good. So I went to the bathroom. She's like, okay, okay. Well, I'll see you later. Bye, bye, bye. Meanwhile, this had taken 10, 15 minutes or says talking. I see this poor guy with a mop bucket. <laughs> Cleaning up the fucking crime scene that you left at the fucking Boston Garden Bath. Friggin' Mr. Feces struck. What the fuck? Dude, shit. That it was again, I'm telling you, I punched the fucking bathroom door open. Right. And went, bah! just shot it, hit the fucking corner wall, <laughs> pull my pants out. And, like, and the poor guy that was next to me, they get a piss like, what the fuck is wrong? What the fuck? He must have went in and fucking told them. And yeah, the yeah, poor guy, guy coming in with a mop bucket. Yeah, some guy oh. just gave birth in the fucking men's room. Get in there when you can. <laughs> like in Austin Powers. What yeah. did you eat? You're going to blow out your O ring. Holy um. Fuck, so dude. thanks for your question. Yes, yeah, that can Doug, happen. Yeah, yeah, Doug. Thanks. We appreciate. So your it. answer is puke first, then go in the toilet. Okay. Uh, how do we regroup from that? I should have saved that for the end. <laughs> Holy fuck! Oh god. All Next right. Question we, about favorite kiss song. Go. Yeah. Seriously, we got to regroup here. Dude, so I got tears in my eyes. Oh my oh, god. That was fucking nuts. You realize I have a, another story similar to that? I'll save it for another episode. Oh, my God. All right. Let's dig into the mailbag here again. Uh, what do we got? Okay. What All, we right. Got there? All right. Here's he made a mistake in that ad. Made, made, yeah. see, see that in the situations wanted? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, I'm not working myself. Go yeah. Huh? I hear you, fruitcake. <laughs> All right. So our buddy Ed from Click T-Shop chimes in. Oh, yes. What one kiss rumor would you truly like to be true? Um, the Gene and Paul try to have Ace Kilt. No, I don't know. <laughs> um, kiss rumor that you'd like to been wish was true or well, came they, true. Well, no, which what, what one kiss rumor would you truly like to believe or like or come true or see? Find out that it was true. I don't know. Do you have it? An answer first? I don't know. Uh, that's a tricky one. I mean, uh, that I would like to see true. Oh God! I mean, there's Obviously, so many. I would say the reunion, right? What do you mean the reunion? Like the rumor that they're going to get together on the last leg of the tour or something. That would be mine. Yeah. Um, that's a cheap, cheap way out. But I mean, are the kiss rumors? Like, do I want Gene's tongue to be a cow tongue? Yeah. Nights right. in search of Satan? Like, shit like that? No. I don't, this is stupid. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think Not of your the, question, but I'm just saying. No, no, no. The, no, the question's fine. It's just, it's tough to answer because Kiss really isn't like a rumor band. You know, I mean, I mean, and, and the rumors that you heard, like you said, they're all kind of like, they're not real rumors, they're like urban legends. Like you said, like, you know, Knights and Satan service and all that kind of shit. Um, because the guy, the bands do talk. It's not like Zeppelin. Right. Yeah. Did you really take fucking shocks and shove it up some chick's twat? I mean, yeah. like, right? Right. right. And they don't, they get coy about their 
rumored excesses. Yeah. What are you gonna ask Gene? Did you really bang all those chicks? Yep. Yes, I did. <laughs> and every one of them loved it. Yeah. No, Peter, yeah. Peter, were you a crackhead for a while? I mean, Ace, did you fucking smash your cars? I mean, what are the rumors? Yeah, I I, I don't know. I mean the only rumor I can think of is this Paul Gay. Yeah, and I, Do I, I wish it to be true. No, I don't care if it's true, but I'm just saying that that's was the, the only rumor that I've ever heard that I can think of. They say, what's a rumor about Kiss? Yeah, I was actually just going to say the exact same thing, and I could care less one way exactly. or the other. I so, mean, if it, I mean I, you know what's going to end up happening after this episode's over. We're like, oh, fuck, we forgot about this. I'm trying to think of something during like a recording session. Like, I mean, obviously, we know that. Bob Kulik played on the uh, the studio tracks for Live Four. That's not a rumor. I mean, a Live Two, and that's not, not where he got his Grammy from. Oh God, here we go. I know I shouldn't have even said that. I know. Yeah, I'm a Grammy award winning producer. I I, I co wrote Sweet, whatever the fuck it is, from SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> I, I worked with Lemmy from Motorhead. Um. Yeah, I don't know, Ed. That's a good question. I think you you stumped the trunk on this one here, so I, I can't even fucking do that. Speaking um, of that, that fucking thing is hilarious. It's still going strong. That fucking yeah, and no one no and no one has come it, forward to say be who one it of is. our listeners because they always be. bring up Mandels. Yeah, and stupid. <laughs> and I love the <coughs> phrase Mandels. Mandels. Anyways. Oh. I don't know, Ed. Ed, maybe Ed can chime in after the episode. He could tell us what rumor he would like to be to wish to be true. Absolutely. I don't know. Um, let's see. Here's a good one. Um, all right. This is from our buddy Stevie. He's on Twitter and Facebook. Steve I. Uh, well, that'd be great if we got a question from Steve I. <laughs> Steve I has a question. How do I make my guitar sound like this? Oh, let me tell you something. Let me teach you how to play guitar, Steve. Uh, so which kiss member past or present do you prefer the least? I would say Mark St. John because there's nothing yeah. to it, but that's such a cheesy way out. Yeah. Because there's really, yeah, he didn't really do anything to make you not like, okay. So let's, do you want to go with the original four? Sure. All right. The original four, um, at this point, I think uh, Ace is my least, and, and that is the like total opposite of Kiss World out in Kiss Army out there. And the reason is, it's just simply, I think you know Peter's my favorite. I just love his voice. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ace brings you know that guitar sound and crazy antics and stuff, but his songs aren't as good as what I think Peter's are. Nothing that Ace can do. Is better than having peace, Peter in the band singing Black Diamond, as far as I'm concerned. That's me. That's my opinion. So I don't think the band can exist without Paul, and I don't think the band can exist without Gene. So by process of elimination, I would say Ace. And I love Ace. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. Uh, it's tough because you go through every band member. I mean, you know, you like, okay, you love Paul which and Charlie you know, Angels. <clears throat> would you not want to bang? Like right. I, I mean, bang you, them you, all. I mean. I mean, you love Paul and Gene. You love Peter. I mean, you love Eric Carr. You love Bruce Kulick. You know, I'm holding you to the top four like I did because I took the cheesy way out and I said Mark St. John originally, and then I went to the top four. You go to the top four, and I think I'm going to pick it. It's going to be easy. It's going to be Peter Chris, right? Uh, Well, see, when you say dislike, like, like, honestly, like, 
Ace is a pain in the ass. Like he's just, he's just fucking annoying. Like, I mean, I love his, he's one of my, probably one of my top two or three Read favorite guitarists of all again. time. Read the question again. Hold on. Uh, now hold, on. hold on. Hold <laughs> on. Hold on. Across the way. Uh, with the exception of, oh no. Hold, wrong. Okay. Which kiss member past or present? Do you prefer the least? Prefer the least. I would say ace. Cause his songs, and, you know, and this is blasphemy to all the diet kissers out there. Yeah. Tommy can do Ace's guitar stuff for me. There's no song that I want to hear Ace. Listen, it's different. To me, to me, he can. And there's no song that I can't like no kiss concert that I will be disappointed in because they didn't play an Ace Fraley song. I could care less. Yeah, it would you know, it'd be nice if I heard a, a deep cut and they played an Ace song. And Ace yeah. sang it when he was in the band. But there's nothing that'd be disappointed. I'm disappointed that Peter doesn't do when they do Black Diamond. You know? Or Nothing to Lose. I love those songs. Yeah. So to me, <clears throat> I, I, can't, I would say the least. Yeah, I don't think I can go with Ace. Just because, I, I mean, if we're going to stick to the original four, for me, I'd have to I'd have to go with Peter, like you said. Yeah, but, but, if you're, but if you're encompassing the entire timeline of the band... I mean, yeah, Mark St. John, that's an easy one because he was around for one album and nobody knows anything about him. All right, so take on Mark St. John. <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I love, I don't know, Vinny, but I love, I love Vinny's contributions. I like his solo shit too. Uh, I, I would never take Vinny out. No. I would probably say Eric Singer because I was, Eric I was, can do, I Eric was, can do it just as good. I was, and just, I would never want not to have the Fox in there. Right. Just give some credibility. I would and probably I like have Eric's to, a drummer and he's a good guy and there's nothing wrong with Eric Singer either. I'm just saying probably Eric Singer. I think I would probably, that, that's actually where I was going to go. If we're going to encompass the entire oh, I mean, career. The Tommy Thayer too. I'm Tommy no, and Eric. I, I actually, I, 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 lo- I, I, I like Tommy Thayer. I, I, I think Eric Singer is a terrific drummer. I think it's one of the reasons why revenge is my favorite non-makeup album is because yeah. he sounds fucking insane on that album. Um, but he's kind of like a, I don't know. He, he's just, he's kind of like a boring guy. I know Tommy Thayer is kind of boring too, but that's a tough question. I don't know. It's a tough Tommy one. Does whatever the fuck they want. So does Eric Singer. Yeah, not They're both. First of all, I know what you uh, let's. Can I address an elephant in the room? Sure. He looks ridiculous in the makeup in the in the in the in that wig. He looks Who ridiculous. Who? It looks Which stupid. Which one? Eric Singer. Oh, he lo- it, lo- it, it actually he looks, looks like, looks like a fat little kid. No, he, he honestly he's not a fat guy. I'm just saying his he face looks, does look pudgy, and that hairdo wig. That's not Peter Chris's wig type hair. Eric Singer's looks like aces. Eric Singer, the problem with him, and it's obviously it's not his fault. He has a bad face for the cat makeup. He looks stupid in it. Yeah, it does. Doesn't he look like uncool? Yep. Did Peter Chris ever look uncool in his makeup? Never. No, Eric Singer looks like, God, I hate to say it, but he just looks like he's wearing like a costume. Like, he doesn't. I, like you said, I think Tommy Thayer looks like a, I think he makes a good spaceman. He, I think he does. But I think Eric Singer that that, that wig and those shoes <laughs> and that dress and awful. I think it, I think you bring up a good point. He just he looks. Plus, he's like three feet tall. Yeah, there was a question about that, wasn't there? Yeah. So you, you want to segue hit into that, that? Hit hit that. Um, find it. Yeah. Hold on. God. Oh, here we go. This is from. Go, God damn. This is from Kai's TV. K I Z E TV. 
R I Z Z O. R I Z Z O. So he says, Yeah, this is a good segment. Even Michael there? That's what it sounds like. He was on the Jerky Boy tape from the 1980s. Go ahead. That'd be great if we found it was. Why have all Kiss drummers been abnormally short? <laughs> Why is it abnormally short? Not just short. Like, they're not fucking little people. Like they're fucking like, like they're fucking Ewoks playing the drums. <laughs> abnormally short. If they're just short. <laughs> I think. Well, hit, hit, look, I, I have no scientific proof behind this. But I would guess that it would be pretty fucking tough to be a tall dude and play the drums, well, sitting behind, sitting behind, pretty, pretty tall guy. Nah, maybe you're right. Like yeah, you. I don't. Nah, it's a good point. It's a good point. Lars is short. Yeah, exactly. And uh, annoying. <laughs> I don't think Keith Moon was a tall guy. I'm thinking Bonham. I don't oh. know. Regular height. Yeah, but you're right. Eric Carr and Eric Singer were tiny dudes. Yeah. You know? Uh, uh, Peter Chris, I don't. Peter Chris, he was he was pretty short too. Yeah, maybe he's onto something. I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe Paul and Gene seek out short little guys for drummers. Yeah, yeah, maybe that is. They got to have a Napoleon complex to beat the fucking bag out of the fucking drums. You prob- that right there, unfortunately, is probably the truth. We yeah. can't have anybody taller than me in the band. I have to be able to bully them appropriately. Yeah. All right. What do we got next? Let's. What go- do we got there? What do we got there? All right. So let's go to, uh, let's see. Hold on a second. Let's, I'm digging deep into the mailbag. Okay. This is from on Twitter, a young lady by the name of Rochelle. Not, not Rochelle Rochelle. (laughs) Rochelle Rochelle. Young, a young woman's erotic journey from Milan to Minsk. (laughs) (laughs) I might cut back to that, but that is one of my. Favorite lines. Okay. What, do you, what do you mean, stunk up? Because <laughs> they cut right back to that. Yeah. When they like in the car and they just cut. What do you mean, stunk up? And it's so funny because he's so much more famous for the other shit. But every time we bring every time we bring him up, we talk about Seinfeld. Go ahead. So her question is: What do you think about Kiss doing a sequel? To Scooby Doo and Kiss, the rock and roll mystery movie. What do you mean? What do I think? I guarantee you they'll do it. Okay. Are you kidding me? Them as a cartoon, they could do that for years and years. Yep. And plus, because of kids, it just markets Kiss. Yep. And Kiss Point 2.0 can continue and continue and continue. I think so, yeah, that. Of course. I, I mean, if you're a Kiss fan, you say what you want. I mean, I actually think that's a pretty cool. It's a fun movie. It's got a ton of like Easter eggs and kiss references and like little insider jokes. Um, you know, you got, I th- a, I, you got a little scene going on. <laughs> you got a little scene going on with the uh, Scooby and Shaggy and uh, yeah, you know, uh, me and Velma. You know, keep keep the glasses on. Hop in the back of that mystery machine. Jumps in and does some backflips. But go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, I, I, you're right. They're, they're definitely gonna do something like that. I'm wondering, <clears throat> I'm wondering if when they when they hang it up in 2021, if that's when you'll start seeing all that crazy shit Absolutely. come out. Yeah, best way to make some extra revenue. Yeah, no, no. Thank. That's a good question. I think I think that's definitely coming soon. So that that that, that that's a good one. Uh, all right, here we go. Email from our filthy friend Tony Smith. 
wonder, no. does he have a like a, a, a fetish or something? Why? Because he called us two-fingered fist floggers? Something about <laughs> fucking shit long and shit sandwiches and shit this and well, what the hell, Tony? Well, now now he's like point to ponder for the day. You're on your deathbed. That's a great way to start a fucking question. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. You have only enough time left to listen to three Kiss songs. What are they? Oh, Jesus. I'm 93. You're 16. I don't know. Um, Three songs. And then they pull the plug. I don't know. This kiss has nothing that I can think off the top of my head is deep. What about fucking Journey of a Thousand Years? <laughs> yeah. and just as that song's, they just pull the plug as that song's going out. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I can see that. That's actually a good one, Tom. Maybe you'd want to go out on a positive note, so you want to like fucking rock out with your cock out, and <laughs> and go out with rock and roll all night. And uh, I don't know you. So you wouldn't want to hear like your favorite songs, like three songs. It doesn't need to be like three like death related songs. Oh no, but I'm going in the mood because I'm not revealing what my favorite Kiss songs are right now. So I'm going by the premise of okay. I'm okay. dying. Okay. Um. So I'm dying over here. It's <laughs> tearing the ass out of me. Um, I, you know, I would three songs I'd want to hear if I was dying. Um, <laughs> Jesus, I don't know. First, I think you said at, it. At, at the same time, you got to figure out where you're going to shit and puke while you're dying. Yeah, All these things exactly. that happen. Well, I was in the bathroom. I don't think I wanted to hear any kiss songs, frankly. Um, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> um, how about it, it definitely probably want to be like something like rock and roll night, an anthem of some sort, maybe Detroit Rock City or in Journey of a Thousand Years. Like, you know, if you told me this was Zeppelin, I could come up with a million mythical, you yeah. know, mystic songs, excuse me, mystic songs I could think of or Stairway to Heaven or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. But yes, you'd probably want to go on a, on a like rocking out, like I said. So you probably go. Detroit Rock City, Rock and Roll Night, Journey of a Thousand Years. Right? Yeah. No, you're right. You'd want to go out. You'd want to go out on. You'd want to go out on top. Friggin' raise your glasses and pull the fucking plug on me. <laughs> yeah, you're you right. Go, but never enough, Tom. How about that? Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> or, or oh no, I got a great one. I gotta, Shout mercy! No, I, I got a, I got a great one. Right before you die, you can have him play "Take Me Down Below." Take me exactly. <laughs> Go to hell. So yeah, good question, Tony. But like Zeus said, we're not gonna reveal our favorite songs. That would be cheating. Yeah, can't do that yet. Yeah. So let's go to uh, Facebook. Paul Hackett. Paul. Paul Hackett. Paul Rizzo. Rizzo. <laughs> he says, "Do you think after Kiss, like after the tour, you know, after everything ends?" Would they ever consider doing another unplugged type of event with some of the other members, especially with Bruce? I would love to see some of that Paul or Gene solo stuff with Bruce. Any chance of that happening? Kiss maybe on a cruise, right? An acoustic set, right? Yeah, but I've, I mean, I've always talked about them, like, taking off the makeup and doing, like, an acoustic, not, not maybe not a tour, but just strip down, you know, jeans, boots, 
you know, T-shirt and just doing like an MTV Unplugged, but touring and doing that. That would be fucking unbelievable. That would be amazing. They could probably do a couple one-offs. Yeah. And the four of them non-makeup. Yep. Because I think that'll be a novelty in and of itself. Hey, guys, don't wear your makeup. The fans still want to hear you guys play your music. You don't have to be bombastic. You don't need to have the stage show. You plus you know. pl- plus that would give uh, that would give Paul an opportunity to kind of pull out some of those songs that he that he might not be able to hit, you know, on the big stage. You know, kind of subdu- every time now. As soon as you said that, then it made me think like how, they're not doing shit. He's done. His voice can't handle it. He can't unless hit- time off is unless time off will change him, Tom. Maybe time off. No, oh, I, th- I, I think it's a physical thing. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, I don't know. Time off will help heal his voice or something. I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, it would be nice. I think we all want it to happen. A kiss is not going away. Uh, everybody think. Everybody thinks that they're going to do, uh, you know, the Vegas residency. Well, maybe they'll do a Vegas residency unplugged. I don't know. Who knows. I'd love to see it because I MTV Unplugged is absolutely fucking fantastic from start to finish. I love their sound. Um, but no, it's a good question. Thank you, Paul. Good one. Uh, we can only hope for that. Uh, what do we got? Let's go to. Let's go to. Hold on. We got a, we got a lot to choose from. We got to choose. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of losses. Yeah, we got a lot of losses. Uh, well, hold on. All right. From our buddy Grayson on Facebook. If Peter Chris's daughter had not shown interest in her father's kiss career, would the reunion have happened and how would it have happened? Because we all know that Peter taking his daughter to the convention, him getting pulled up onto the stage and, you know, everybody knows that story. If that never happened, what do we think about the reunion? It would have happened eventually. It would have. No. It, it would have absolutely happened. Yeah. It would. Have, I, I don't know how. I feel like. I feel like the cards. The, you know, the stars were aligned for the for it to happen poetically the way it did. Um, but it absolutely would have happened. Yeah. The, the part <clears throat> that I think reason why I say that is, at the time this happened, critically for us Kiss fans, critics. Revenge was awesome. Kiss Alive 3 was awesome. All that shit was great. Okay. But grunge was coming in. That album and that tour was not doing very well. Nope. It would have killed them even more for another five, six more years. Yep. How much longer before they would have to go into the well and be like, we need to bring the nostalgia back part back. Oh, yeah, I agree. Totally. I think that was just a catalyst. Yep. Uh, and I like it this way because it seems more organic. Yep. Then corporate wise, hey, uh, why don't we make some money and come up with, with the reunion? Well, speaking of, you know, not to go on a tangent, but we talked about it before we started recording. You know, the big, the big news in the rock world about Motley Crue coming out of retirement, and you know, the the big tour with Def Leppard, Poison, and now Joan Jett was the fourth band announced. You know, the like, fuck is Poison <clears throat> in there? I don't know, man. I don't the know. Fuck is, like even Joan, like. Def Leppard is, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Def Leppard is so much better band than Motley Crue. It's not even close. And they can still, their concerts are awesome. Still, they sound awesome right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, what are you this tour, with Vince Neil. What are you going to do there? I mean, come th- on. This tour is weird for a couple of reasons. I, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it because we are a Kiss podcast. But who knows? Maybe we're uh, hinting at something. Well, we'll 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 talk about that maybe later on. But Def Leppard can they don't need Poison and Motley Crue. And and I lo- I love Joan Jett. I've never seen her in concert. Yeah, that that doesn't seem to fit. I don't know. I don't know the whole. Th- I, honestly. They're playing. At, they're coming to Fenway Park in August. I have literally zero interest in going. I I, I have zero interest in going. Um, now, if 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 I could get if I could get cheap tickets, or if I could get whatever, I'd go just because it's fun. I like all the bands. Yeah, but they're all gonna sound like shit. Yeah, yeah, and I know there's people out there saying, "Oh, Kiss sounds like shit too." No, they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> yeah. Kiss doesn't. Kiss Kiss does not sound like shit. Okay. I saw Motley Crue 15 years ago. They fucking sucked, and that was in 2004. I don't know what they're gonna sound like now. Yeah, and uh, Brett Michaels and Vince Neil are not what you would call fantastic singers. No. Um, and you know what? I'm going to fucking go off on something real quick, too. Do it. What's with all the Joan Jett love? <clears throat> all right. she's She had a couple good songs, which I'll give you credit. Pat Benatar has way better songs. Absolutely. How did she... How did she like supersede Pat Benatar and like Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and all this other shit. Where did she get like so much credibility? Like Pat Benatar was doing shit way before her and better. Mm-hmm. And her songs yep. kick ass. Plus, she's got one of the best, if not the best, rock female voice out there ever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. For a rock star. Oh, awesome. Yep. And I, I just don't get Joan Jett bigger or more critically acclaimed in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but not Pat Benatar? Well, circling back to the KISS world here, yeah. if if people think and accuse Paul Stanley and KISS of using tracks, brace yourself for this <laughs> tour. Because if you think Brett Michaels and... Brace yourself, fool! If you think Brett Michaels and Vince Neil and perhaps Joe Elliott, if you think they're just <laughs> fucking plugging in their microphones and singing, it ain't happening. So I'm anxious to hear Stuart shit all over his boys. Jeff Leppard they- has like fucking the same track done so, by Lange like 300 times yep. lapping. Yep. You mean they sound the same from that because that's natural? Yeah, that that's my point. That's my point. So, all right, we're going to do a few more and then we're going to kind of wrap it up. Um, so wrap let's go. Up, I'll take it. Wrap it up. Oh, God. Terrible, terrible. I took a terrible tumble. Um. All right. That so man, uh, the fat lead singer had a little pimp mustache. Remember him? Oh God. <laughs> all right. So here, here's here's one from one of our New England buddies who goes by the name of Heavy Mayo. <laughs> he's a big fan. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna infiltrate us when we go to Mansfield next summer. He says, "How would you feel if Eric Singer played a few shows on the on the on the end of the road tour?" In the Fox makeup as a way to pay tribute to Eric Carr. Not unless Eric Carr's family said okay. Okay, but let's say Eric Carr's family says okay. Yeah. What would you think of it? I thought it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, why not? What do you think about Paul and Gene? Then I would say that's the night that Peter Chris comes out in the cat makeup. Tommy goes into the Vinnie Vincent makeup. Nailed it. Right? That's I was honestly. Honestly, How, I was. Wouldn't that work? That's not like think about it. There's your solution. Exactly. Then you Why don't have to you? deal with Vinny. 
Wait, hold you on, hold Vinny on a Vincent, second. We'll have the Vinny character, and we'll have what's it? There you go. Hold on there a second. Are. Hold on, hold on, hold on a second. How did it take heavy mayo to get us to just fucking think of that? Because you're right. You got Peter come out in his Catman makeup. Fucking Eric Singer come out in the Fox Eric Carr makeup. Tommy Thayer throws on the fucking Ankh Warrior Vinnie Vincent makeup. Ace comes out in the Spaceman. You fucking all six makeup members. Are, see, now I'm getting fucking excited. Even that's though I know it's never going to happen. That's their one. That's their one. I think, I, yeah. Yeah. That would be, we that, that would... solved how you get all six people out there. Thank and you. And we, we got we to gotta give credit to our, to our buddy Heavy Mayo. Yeah, we got, we got to give it to him. Heavy Petten? Heavy <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. That's what they want. That's what they want. All right. You got a couple more? Yep. Uh, let me see here. Hold on a second. Um, let's go to. Oh, God. Hold Chaco on. Johnson? Hold on. Digging. I'm digging through the mailbag here. Digging through fucking Newman's mailbag. <laughs> Daily digging through somebody's ball bag. Oh, all right. Our buddy, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> just just when you thought you couldn't get any lower with the friggin' shitting and puking questions. <laughs> Our buddy Sonny. We love Sonny from Growing Up Rock, Podcast Rock City. He's everywhere. So, Sonny says, rank these three, two, and one. One being the one you want to happen the most. Okay, here we go. Vinnie Vincent in your bedroom lights down. He, she... This is Sonny's writing. Jesus. Is rubbing your belly and serenading you to sleep, singing ecstasy <laughs> off of all systems go. There's one. <laughs> Take a belt sander to your nuts for 45 seconds. Or take two punches to the head by Mike Tyson. And then he says at the end, remember, you asked for questions. I don't think we asked for this one, Sonny, but thank you. It's not even close. It's the Vinny stuff. If we're serious. Nobody's going to take a punch by Mike Tyson in the head. And, and somebody puts some a fucking sandblaster on your ass or whatever that is. So you're, saying, so you're saying out of all those, you would lay down in bed and have mm-hmm. Vinny Vincent rub your belly while singing fucking ecstasy? And rub my Buddha and sing ecstasy to me? Absolutely not a problem. No, man. Not- I think... I th- I- I think I might take the two punches to the head by Tyson. <laughs> no way. I don't know. I don't know. And and he can fucking and Vinny Vincent in his Vinny Vincent one look. Well, I'll tell you this much: the fucking belt sander is definitely the fucking last one. <laughs> um, Dude, that, that, that's brain damage from that punch. You realize oh. that, right? That Mike Tyson punch. You can get brain damage. Yeah, it might not be a bad thing, though. I think fucking Ace took a couple of fucking shots to the head. Ah, what do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah, that that yeah, Sonny, uh, we we always appreciate your contributions. Uh, that one, ugh, I don't know, man. You're 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 a good guy, so uh, we, we we like it. Now, that being said, we got to get back to our buddy Heavy Mayo. Yeah. Because uh, he sent something to us the other day that was uh, fucking hilarious. So his fiance, hi Sue, hi Sue, uh, you must be like 
uh, I, I, I don't know. You must be like a, a superstar for you to keep put up with a guy that likes our show. So <laughs> we thank you. And go ahead, tell us what he did. What so, so his so Sue was driving uh, with uh, with our buddy Heavy Mayo, who I think is really Heavy Patton. I can't. Yeah, I can't took a vi- took a video of him driving while he was listening to our podcast, and it sounded like he was listening to the Smashes, Thrashes, and Shit episode when we're laughing when we stop playing Just a Boy. Um, just hilarious shit that just makes us laugh and like like Zeus just said, Sue, you're you're a good sport that you have actually fallen in love with uh, somebody who not only listens to our show but makes you listen to it. Uh, maybe you're a fan. That's great if you are. So Sue and uh, Josh slash Heavy Mayo, that was funny stuff. We we thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Shout out to you and uh, and uh, uh, I'll uh, I'll accept invitations to the wedding. So will Tom. And we can uh, have our podcast straight from the from the wedding, right? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, the cocktail hour will be us recording live from the wedding. Perfect. And 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 and, and, and instead of a DJ, we could just play the smashes, thrashes, and shit list for your for your crowd. <laughs> Sorry, we're not. And their first dance is "I'm Just a Boy." <laughs> That'll be the best. All right. So let's let's wrap it up with this final question. All right. Hey, from one of our biggest and favorite fans, Deuce. Yeah, she dropped the deuce. Okay, we kind of talked about this a little before, but let's ask. So if Stuart actually agreed (laughs) to come on your show, what would be the first question you would ask him? Okay. All jokes aside, like a like 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 a serious like musical kiss question. Um, I would probably try to come up with a way to phrase a question to make him look as hypocritical as he is. Specifically with the bands that you mentioned earlier, and be like, "Why don't you ever talk about this and hint at them after someone talks about their performances?" But yet you only do it to them. The other part I would say is how loud and uh, boisterous were you when Ace was still in the band, yet Eric Singer came in and, and replaced Peter in the makeup. And then Peter was in the band and Tommy played in Ace's makeup. Um, and if those guys were okay with it, why aren't you? Yep. Um. And then, you know, just go down the list with that stuff uh, and, and talk about the fact that, you know, it, it's pretty clear that you can't be objective about the, uh, the band anymore. You just can't. Um, it's nothing that you can, you know, uh, talk about in, in a fair manner. You, you're just too invested in proving your point. That's it. And probably just be like, where can I get that look? How, yeah, how can I get a crappy band shirt, mandals, and cargo shorts? How how do I obtain? Where can where can I find that? Where can I find that look? (laughs) So I I like a regular guy look from uh, what was that movie? Fucking Rodney Dangerfield. It's the regular guy look. (laughs) It's the fucking dad look. (laughs) What was that fucking? Now it's gonna kill me. 
Brody. He's Joe he's, Pesci. Yeah, when he's Joe Pesci. Oh, Easy Money? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> a regular guy look. Remember? Yeah. Hey, you got to have the hey. pants and loose, you know? <laughs> Easy money. <laughs> so I, I would I would ask him seriously, what what was the what led to kind of the, this animosity between you and Paul and Gene? What was there a specific thing or Yeah, it was the Paul comment about no, them looking like they belong in Wayne's world. No, but but I want him I want him to admit it. I want, I want it like you, like, like you know what he's going to say, right? He's going to say they don't like that. Paul is sensitive. Yep. I'll give you that. He doesn't like that. You know, I said that I don't approve of the band with, you know, them in the makeup, but that's my point. I want to, I want to ask him a question that on its surface kind of looks like a layup, but it's going to force him to tell us things that maybe he's never verbalized before. So something like that, like you, like you, like your question, get him to talk about things that he normally won't talk honestly about, you yeah. know, but uh, no, what's your, no. what's your stand on that? Yeah. It'd be a great one. Yeah. No, it's a great a nice question. way to end the uh, the mailbag. Yep. 2019. Good yep. one. Tommy. We, we, we could have kept going, but we want to save some and uh, time is of the essence. So yeah. Now you got something for me. What about you? All right. So. You have a question for me? Maybe. What do you got? Well, no, you, you go first. Oh, come you, de- on. you said you definitely have one for me. What? You, go. Do you have a question for me or not? Yeah, I do. All right, so then ask it. No, I want you to go first. <laughs> it's better if I go last. I'm telling you. Okay. All right. All right. So... Bob Ezrin is responsible for some interesting collaborations with Kiss. Destroyer, Revenge, The Elder. Which of those albums do you think... Now, everybody loves Destroyer, okay? Everybody mostly loves Revenge. Not everybody loves The Elder. If you took Eddie Kramer and put him in charge of any of those albums, would any of them been better, worse, or the same? Destroyer would be worse. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think maybe, uh, what do you call it, would be the same? Revenge? Yeah. Okay. And I think, um, what do you call it, would be better? He okay. would have made it more rock. Okay, see, the one thing I'm going to differ on, if I can answer my own question, is... The Elder. The Elder would be more rock. I think it would be okay. better. I think I would have preferred Eddie Kramer on Destroyer, because the things that I don't like about Destroyer are the things that have Eddie... that have, uh, excuse me, Bob, Ed, Bob Ezrin's fingerprints all over them. Some of the crazy, you know, calliope, glockenspiel kind of fucking shit. Kind of pull some of that away and turn that into a raw fucking kick-ass album like rock and roll over and love gun that would have improved destroyer for me i'm thinking out loud my two favorite tracks would be worse without him i okay. love the whole storyline between detroit rock city and i king, love king, all that and king of the nighttime world yeah and it goes right into king of the yeah. nighttime world okay but that's not only it 
I love God of Thunder. I love the fucking weirdness. Like you oh. hear like fucking chains rattling in the background. No, you're the right. Kids, I, that's not coming out. Okay. I think it makes God of Thunder seem so much more badass. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, that's why I. You know. Can he make fucking? How good could he, Eddie Kramer make Flaming Youth sound? <laughs> uh, I don't know. He could have taken. He he could have stripped it down a little bit more. Or I think that's. And this is a fucking stupid title. I think that's why. I, I think. That. Well, that too. But I think that's why. That's why Rock and Roll Over and Love Gun to me are my favorite sounding Kiss albums. Get great expectations the fuck out of here with this chorus. Well, that too, yeah. But I, I think Revenge was just the material was so good. I don't anybody could have kept that. And who knows what Eddie Kramer could have done if anything with fucking the yeah. Elder. But yeah. but anyways, yeah, that's a good question. Thank you. Okay, Thank you. All right, right. So <laughs> my oh, question go. to you would be: We do a lot of Seinfeld stuff. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so. Who is who of the original <laughs> members? Oh, oh, my God. Because I've got mine. I'm curious what you would say. Uh, okay. So we're talking Elaine, Jerry, George, and Kramer. Correct. Those four who were the original four members of KISS. Who's who? Okay. Paul is definitely Jerry. Definitely Jerry. I'm with you. Exactly. The, the, the leader of the group, the control freak, the OCD... The, the head of the game. Yeah. shit. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Ace is definitely Kramer. Yep. I had that too. Definitely Kramer. Um, then Peter has to be George. Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> he, he's a complainer and just bitching about everything. Because <laughs> he's always flipping the fuck out. Yeah. Um, and then that would leave George as uh i mean excuse me as a uh, gene as uh elaine which which, which kind of makes sense she's got a lot of boyfriends or something e- like that exactly that's exactly. how i broke it down yep. exactly yep. can you picture peter with the dreams are done yep. peter's getting upset yeah exactly peter Too likes spice yeah. peter likes spicy chicken <laughs> thinking about it that's exactly right what i texted you earlier one of the favorite parts you know, everyone knows the soup Nazi stuff. Oh, yeah. And my favorite part clip of that, I texted <laughs> you. Like, yeah. Gestapo, por favor. Por, por favor. favor. I'm part Spanish. <laughs> Adios, muchachos. <laughs> like, what if there was a Seinfeld kiss skit? Well, sounds like somebody's got to get work on that. Yeah. And where it's like, uh, uh, Mr. Speed, please, por favor. Me, <laughs> por favor. <laughs> Adios, muchachos. Exactly. I could totally picture Paul doing that. Yeah. Somebody out there, write up a uh, Kiss Seinfeld <laughs> script. <laughs> yeah. Ah, that's a good one. That's a good one. So I, like I know we do a lot of Seinfeld stuff, and I just, it got me in the mood. When I thought of, you know, adios, muchachos, somebody <laughs> requesting, because uh, he spoke it in Spanish, I can picture Paul, like somebody yep. throwing out a deep cut for him to sing and flipping out. No kiss for you. Ow. Oh, real, real quick. Spanish and Paul Stanley. There actually is a Paco Stanley out there. <laughs> There's a Twitter page. I think he's like a Spanish or a Portuguese. He's part of like a tribute band. He, his Twitter name is Paco Stanley. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And, and Pico Chris. <laughs> Pico's Pico's <laughs> All right. Anyways, go ahead. You go ahead. So. You know, usually we we go through our plugs, and our plugs, you know, they're the same. 
we always tell you where to find us. Where do you find us? Anywhere you get your podcast. So that's like iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Some people listen to us on YouTube. You can interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We get DMs from you guys all the time. We also get emails from you guys all the time from shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. Shoutitoutloudcastgmail.com. As you can see, we read them. So please keep sending them to us. Um, we always ask for you guys to give us one of those five star child reviews so people can, you know, find our podcast and, you know, you just read, you know, review, put something down there. Nice. You can do that on iTunes. You can do that on pod chaser. We get tons of feedback on that stuff and it's great. We really appreciate that kind of stuff. We had some feedback recently, too. Um, I don't know. Did you want to read it? Go ahead. You can. You had it. You want to do it or me? You can do it. I was asking the questions. <laughs> you go and do this. Okay. Okay. Okay, my friend. All right. So we had a comment on our YouTube page on episode 47, Larger Than Life. Shout it out loud cast rules. This is from Matt Long from Diet Kiss Guy in <laughs> Lynn Mass. Now, first of all, if that's Lynn really... Lynn. Say that again, I missed the beginning. Lynn Lynn. Yeah, the city of sin. You never you come go. you never come out the way you went in. <laughs> yep. yep. That's a mass thing. Um <laughs> first of all, love you. Thanks uh for commenting but are you really the dying kiss guy he needs to answer for that because if he is that's fantastic oh that would be fantastic if it yep. is. unbelievable that'd be great yep um that is from somebody on those toxic <laughs> oh god facebook groups like, we love get, between, bad between all our friends on the grown up rod uh grown up rock podcast potter than hell guys uh, who gave us that awesome intro. Thanks a lot, boys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Thank you. Yes. Um, and, you know, that, twi- that tweet, uh, Jimmy, the text change that we have going on, all we do is everybody will take a screenshot of, of, a, of a typical fucking somebody bitching about Kiss, and we all get a fucking laugh at it. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's brutal. It's brutal. The, the amount of, like, vitriol and, oh. and hate out there. Yep. It's fucking hilarious. Yep. But anyways, the last thing I want to review uh go over is um we got something here from Craig Stevens. A five star child review. Man, you know Craig. <laughs> <laughs> you know how we do it. We got high, we got fucked up. <laughs> what the fuck's I got to do with me? Playing with my over all our problems. <laughs> All right. You're going to stick together. He's going to kill us. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Hello, gentlemen. I'm writing to your, I'm writing to your at the end of a long shift of overnight driving from Australia. Howdy, mate. Uh, that was just terrible. I'm sorry. I am what one might call a bit behind the times when it comes to technology and unable to leave you a review on any of the listening platforms that you mentioned. My young son set me up with a bunch of podcasts. 
mostly kiss related and listen to these go a long way to keeping me awake and entertained during the long night time hours that I spend driving at nighttime for my work for what it's worth. I would definitely give you a five star child review plus more. I find myself constantly laughing so uncontrollably that I need to take extra care not to veer off the road. Oh, Jesus um, Christ. Yes, thanks, buddy. We're going to be responsible. Oh, Among other podcasts, I also get the one from Stuart Trunk. <laughs> I thought I was the only pe- person hearing it that thinks that he sounds like a small-time nobody <laughs> trying desperately to talk himself up at every opportunity. Oh, my God. Please tell me all about White Lion and your friendship with Ace, Mike <laughs> Tramp, and Sammy Hagar, all of my like. Anyway, just wanting to know how much fun your show is to listen to from Down Under. If you're going to read this out on the air, can you please read it in the voice of Ace Frehley? <laughs> Thanks for entertainment, crazy, crazy Craig. Hey! That's awesome, Craig. Thank you very much. Craig, How cool Craig, is that? Craig, that's terrific, man. Thank you so much. We we love those those kinds of messages. And yeah, please don't get in an accident driving while you listen to us. Uh, we don't want to be responsible for that. I got family out in Melbourne. Maybe one day we'll all hook up there and uh, we'll rock out with our yep. cocks out to kiss. Maybe not that, but and if we and and, and we also can, if we if we, we can also get, jam out with our clam out, Tom, if you like. Oh, what the fuck. <laughs> and uh, if you if we did not get to your question tonight, uh, thank you for sending it in. But we will get to them. We read them all. So uh, we could have spent all night doing this, but we wanted to keep these uh, episodes to a you know re- respectable length. Correct. So famous last words goes to you first, Tomas. Next to you, I feel I'm all alone. Love's turned to stone. Oh, yeah. Cross my heart and hope to cry. Well, I'm not going to die. Without you, it's aces high. Aces high by Iron Maiden? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So we're on a gene roll here, huh? Yes, you just keep talking louder. Complain to your mother and Faja. <laughs> One of these days, you'll push me all the way. Nice. Excellent. To the moon, Alice. That's that right, baby. That lyric? Yep. Nice. That was awesome. A lot of fun. Yep. Tom, thank, thank you. Kiss thank you. Thank you. Yep. Thank you, everybody, for submitting your questions. We love it. Like I said, if we didn't get to them, we will get to them eventually. We wanted to put together a uh, fun little mail bag. So thank you guys for your contributions. We will see you guys soon. Thank you, as always. Yep. Peace out, Girl Scout.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 